0: Welcome to Business Impacting the Space Coast, the podcast keeping you in the know on small business in Brevard County. Business Impacting the Space Coast is sponsored by Ideal Impact Media, your partner in video marketing and brand storytelling. John, it's a pleasure to be here. We're here at Perkins in Vieira. You're with All Air and Heat. It's your company. So tell me how you started All Air and Heat and, uh, and where you're headed.
1: Well, it's really funny because I actually was in the Marine Corps. And we're talking back in 91 to 95. And that's when I moved down here to Florida. I started driving a truck first because I just wasn't sure if I wanted to stick with air conditioning, because I learned air conditioning when I was in the Marine Corps. And uh, I wasn't sure if I really wanted to deal with air conditioning. So I drove that truck for a little while. And, and then everybody's telling me, you know, what are you doing? You make a lot more money in here. I'm like, well, really? So I went ahead and I tried working for other companies. And back then, air conditioning guys were making, you know, 7 $8 an hour. Well, I was making the same driving a truck. So I figured, now ah, why not? Well, as the years progressed, we went by. About 10 years later, I decided to open my own business worked out great since now here we are 12 years later and i've been in business now for 12 years still based out of port st john have never left my area and then uh we just kind of progressed and we've just gotten bigger and bigger started out with friends and family next thing you know referrals people tell word of mouth is a huge thing and if they're not happy nobody's happy Definitely
0: in a place like Brevard County, you know, yes. small community, yes. people are going to share. If you do a good job, uh, it may get out there. But if you do a bad job, people are really going to know about that. That's, uh, that's a, a good testament uh, that you've been in the business for so long and, and you come from a background of integrity. Tell me a little bit about um, how are you growing your business now? What are some things that you're really taking away and, and how are you being successful in Brevard County?
1: You know, word of mouth is our key. We just bought our own building. About two years ago, I went ahead and bought the building, established myself in Port St. John with a building, with a storefront. So now a lot of people are starting to recognize that. We've upgraded our trucks. We've got new trucks on the road now, new lettering, new logos. I now have manufacturer sponsors that have taken care of our trucks and our letters and our logos. So uh, they're working with us as well. And now here we are. We're trying to get with uh, just different people to help get our name out there.
0: John, what would you say is one of the biggest challenges you faced as you've grown the business and and kept it running for as long as you have?
1: Really running the operation as an owner-operator. Because, again, I don't just sit behind a desk. All right, I am out in the field. I am visiting with the customers. When I say that there's five of us, it is her in the office. I am one of the service techs. I also back up the office. I'm the one that goes out and gets all the permits. I'm the one that has to go and do all the running around. And then we have another service technician and we have an install crew. Trying to manage everything on a day-to-day basis is probably the most difficult thing about running the business. But I find that when I am running the business, I'm happier because I am in the houses of other people. And I'm not sitting in the office because I'm more comfortable in front of people. Yeah. That's just how it is. And when you're honest, it's very easy. It's very easy. And people can sincerely see in another person if they're honest or if they're just blowing smoke. You can tell it.
0: And when customers know, when they're dealing with all air and heat, they're dealing with the owner. They're dealing with John. It's not just being passed off to
1: some sales rep or service tech. That's exactly it. When you go out there and you're all dressed up in some kind of uniform and, hey, it looks great. They know, hey, this is just some guy of an employee from a big box company, let's say. Mm -hmm. He's just another guy. Is he really gonna take care of me? I wanna be able to walk into a supermarket on the weekend and have my customers go, hey, John, everything works great. I don't wanna have to be ducking corners going, man, they don't like me anymore. I don't wanna have to do that. I live in that community. I'm not gonna hurt my reputation.
0: I see you getting out there. You're part of some referral networks, uh, B&I. Is there any other groups that you partake in in the area?
1: We are part of the chambers. You know, we take care of the chambers. Uh, we deal with BNI um, and just you know your local communities. You know, we're a big supporter of the Port Saint John community. You know, and then uh, just it's really just different little things around the area that we take care of. Um, not really too much though. I don't know what else there is, as far as that goes.
0: Just taking care of your customers. Taking care of
1: the customers is a big thing.
0: Yeah, and uh, and I see some other stuff you're doing. Started working with us at Ideal Impact Media. Um, We thank you for being on our show, and then uh, we did a little commercial for you that's going to be coming out really soon. So looking forward. Yeah, it's going to be funny and interesting and still uh, drive home all air and heat. And and uh, actually, you bought your building from East Coast Irrigation, Yes, uh, Emil, and uh, he kind of turned you on to a few things as well. He's an awesome guy. Now you're thinking about maybe running some stuff on local television right. and uh, just spreading the word that way. It's been a long, hot summer. What have you seen out in Brevard County as you've been working with homes and businesses on their air conditioning?
1: Well, this year alone has been really – strange uh with the weather being up and down the way it has been a lot of rain this season that's been a big factor Uh, we're finding a lot of drain lines are backing up um, having to dig up drain lines having to run new drain lines it's been a big problem this year and then uh you know with storms and everything you know we do get a lot of power surges we do get a lot of lightning in the area storms are huge down here and we are lightning capital
0: yeah
1: so we get a lot of units get to get taken out just from that alone
0: so tell me about that when there is some sort of surge in power whether it's uh, off premises or, or just a lightning strike, there's some ways to protect a home, uh, from that power surge. What do you guys do with that?
1: Well, just to protect your home itself, a search protector is the best way to do it. Uh, you can go through other agencies and get search protectors installed onto your home, onto your meter, onto your panel that may be in the garage or outside. But as far as we go, we put a search protector onto every one of our systems, When we do a new install, you will automatically get a surge protector that will at least cover your air conditioning system. Protect the inside, put it on the inside unit because that is usually what we find is the problem is your ECM and X13s. Those blower motors are all computerized motors. We gotta protect those first and that's where we put the surge protector.
0: How much is a surge protector compared to damaging one of these other units?
1: Well, if I have a unit And the part itself is not in warranty. You could still be looking at $250 to $300 with your service call part and labor to have that in warranty part still covered. Now, if we go ahead and protect it at time of installation or even after. We could put a search protector on. Surge protector costs you anywhere from 150 to 185 dollars installed. You're looking at one of these right here. We use the five in ones. They take care of everything. You got your light, red light, green light. It tells you when the power is on. It tells you when you got hit. You know, they're real simple. They wire right in, right in right into your 240 side, and they just take care of everything. And it actually is perfect because these will actually go all the way back to your panel. I don't have to hardwire into your panel. I don't have to get into your meter. I can put this into the system, and it will actually protect your house for you as well. Wow. They're real good units.
0: And is that something that somebody could go and see if it's working themselves? Because what if it destroyed the surge protector, but maybe your AC is still working? Would that be a regular checkup? What could a homeowner do?
1: What would happen is you would go outside. You would see your lights on. If you don't see your green light and your red lights on, you know you got hit. You need to call somebody. It's that simple.
0: A lot of things that people may know they need to check or update, but don't always keep it on the regular schedule is their filters. Can you give us a little bit more insight? What exactly does a filter do and why is it important to update it on a regular schedule?
1: Your filter is probably one of the most common problems we run into. If your filter is clean, you're getting that clean, fresh, filtered air going into your return intake, going into your system. That clean air is now going across that coil, gets into your house. If you have a dirty filter, even slightly dirty, you start putting a restriction on the airflow. Now, all of a sudden, you start lowering the temperatures on that coil. Next thing you know, it's freezing up. Now you got bigger and better problems. That's when you're calling us and you're going, hey, I'm not working. I'm not cooling. A lot of times we get out there, pull that filter out, thaw that ice, and there's nothing wrong with your system. A dirty filter that may cost you $10 a month just now costs you probably $120 because you didn't change it. Very, very common problem. A lot of your filters now, they say on the filter, you'll buy a pack It says three-month filter. Don't ever go by that. You got to change your filter accordingly to your house. You got a big house. You have pets, dogs, cats, birds. I mean, I've seen them all out there. Kids, you know. We're all we're all dirty, you know. We're all inside outside. Our doors open, our doors closed, you know, we get the pollutants, the pollen in the air. You can't just leave your filter in there and say, hey, all right, well, I'll change it in three months because that's what that company says to. No. You have gotta check that thing at least every month and change it. And are there different types of filters? There are different types. You can buy the cheap four pack for four dollars, or you can buy a good pleated quality filter and it may cost you anywhere from $7 to $10. I always recommend the $5 to $7 range. I have one here. These are really good filters. These are the ones that you wanna kinda of use itself. They're good, they're pleated, you can't see through them. I always tell customers, if you can see through it, what good is it gonna do you? Mm. You know, if you can see through it, well then it in and that fine dust is gonna go right through it. It's gonna get onto your coil, it's gonna build up. Next thing you know, you're paying $400 to have a coil pulled out and cleaned all because you didn't produce proper filters.
0: And is there different materials that filters can be made of?
1: There are different ones. Uh, You have a washable material. They break down over years. They Mm. don't collect the pet dander. They don't collect the fine dust. You have those cheap filters that you'll buy four in a pack for $4. Again, if you can see through them, you're going to get anything through that. The only thing that's going to pick up is your big dog hair maybe. Mm. And then they have electrostatic filters, which are good, but if they're not cleaned properly, forget it. They're done because you can't wash them. All right. There are a bunch of different type of filters out there. And if you have questions, just call the office and we can explain them to you. Do your research. You know, Google's out there.
0: (laughs) What about the big filters that are supposed to last a year? What's, What's that about?
1: Those are your media filters. Those are high impact filters. They say they'll last six months to a year. We do have a couple of those you know that are out there but even on those i always put a pre-filter in i'll put one of these one inch filters in and then i'll let that customer know that filter's good as your backup for up to six months but still monitor it hmm. you always have to monitor these filters don't just set it and let it and leave it alone it doesn't work that way you have to check them
0: And what is the long-term effects? You mentioned short-term, it could freeze over. But if you continue to do that, it's going to shorten the life of your inside unit? It will. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It'll shorten the life of the inside unit because the more you neglect that filter, the more pollutants you're letting into that system. And not only does that get into the coil, but then it gets into your blower and it gets into your duct work. So now you have to start progressively going through and start cleaning things a lot more often. An average system only lasts 10 to 12 years. Let's at least push it out to the full 12 years if we can. Yeah, You know, and the only way to do that properly without having a lot of repairs and maintenances and doing everything you can within that whole 12 years is proper filtration.
0: And the outside compressors, you mentioned 10 to 12 years, and there's these uh, Sears and, and efficiency and that's continues to progress every single year. But uh, if you live where salt is a big problem, maybe beachside, and your service area, you know, you're centrally located in Port St. John, you do a lot of business in Titusville, uh, Vieira, Melbourne, and you're going down all the way to Palm Bay, right? You probably do a lot beachside.
1: All of Brevard County. Beachside, if you get five to eight years, you did good. All right. Beachside, we find that the better we do the maintenance and the more we wash those coils out with fresh, clean water, you're going to get that system to last longer. But you also have those people that have it on the rooftops. You're on top of the condos. It's a four five, six story condo. You don't have running water up there. That's a problem. If you can get three to five years, you did good.
0: Yeah, and it's extra salty up there. It's
1: extra salty up there, and we have a lot of problems. And, but unfortunately, it's part of the business. It's part of living in Florida. The good thing is usually the homeowner already knows and expects it. Yeah. So we don't have to have too many battles with the customer saying, hey, why didn't I get my 10 years? It doesn't work that way.
0: What are some other misconceptions or some new things going on in the industry right now that you can tell us about?
1: Well, the big things are you know, thermostats are always changing, you know, we got thermostats out here. I mean, this is a common standard thermostat that we put on. I can program this thing for five-day programmable. I can program it for a seven-day programmable. Or I can flip a switch and have it as a non-programmable. So it's a standard system itself. And luckily, the manufacturer Honeywell, they've come up with that. So now instead of us having 30 different thermostats on our truck, we can now narrow it down to just one. Wow. They combined all their thermostats. So that's real good for all of us. Uh, they're really inexpensive and yet they're real nice. Uh, the other thermostats out there that I carry, we have the Wi-Fi thermostats. They're expensive. Mm. They are expensive. And they're nice. I can control everything by my smartphone. I go away on vacation. I can set it. If I forgot to set it, I can go ahead and do it on my phone. They are nice thermostats. Oh. Right, but they are expensive. Not everybody has them. How many
0: people are you seeing going in that direction?
1: There's a lot of people. Yeah. There's a lot of people. in different thermostats, it's up to you. You know, because a lot of people, they want the Amazon, they want the Nest, they want, there's all kinds of thermostats out there. But whatever is satisfied to you. I'll have customers that come out and go get this thing off my wall. I want another one Hmm. because they don't like it. Maybe Hmm. there's a feature here and a feature here that they didn't realize. And that's when you buy it in the store. Unfortunately, you can't just take it back to the store and say, hey, it didn't work for me. You bought it, you installed it, it's yours. We at least explain to you all the features. On our thermostat, and if it's something that's not for you, then you at least know it.
0: What else you have going on here? What What are some things that people should be checking on or a or-
1: big thing here this year is we're finding these float switches. Again, you put these into your drain line. Again, I said this year we had a lot of issues with drain lines, a lot of issues backing up. What happens is again? A drain line, it backs up. It backs up, floods you in your garage. Floods into your house if your system sits in your house. Yeah, mine's on the second story. Yours on the second story. So now you're talking dripping water down into your first floor. You know, That's the worst case right there. So these float switches here, they go right into your drain line. If your drain line backs up, automatically turns your system off. You know, hey, it's starting to get warm in here. What's the problem? So I'll come on out. We pop your drain line. It's a simple fix. I know right away it's a drain line. We caught it in time. A lot of your older places, a lot of your older units, they don't have these. And what's happened is they're causing a lot of problems. We'll go ahead and we'll install this. Again, this gets put on every single install. It's actually part of county code now. Wow, It is part of code, and we have to put these on now because of that. So, yeah, float switches, definitely make sure you're getting one installed on that. Very cool. Yes.
0: What are some of the tools that you use to get your job done?
1: Really just your basic tools. You know, your basic hand tools is really all you need. But in this industry, if you don't have a proper multimeter that can do all your testings, you know, your voltage, your amp draws, you know, you need a good temperature probe to be able to test these the temperatures of your copper. You gotta have good thermostats to test the temperature of the airflow coming out of there. You know, you got different airflow meters, you know, all kinds of all kinds of tools. All right. But if, if you don't have those, then you don't even need to be in the business. Yeah. All right. You know, you're not going to be fancy walking around with four and five different bags just to be showy or anything like that. A standard hand tool bag, you know, screwdrivers, you know, nut drivers. That's all you need. But there are just a few certain key tools that you have to have. You have start capacitors. Common problem. Very common. Heat to cold makes these things expand. They pop. Lightning mm. in the area. Power surge will make these things pop. The craziest things will make these things just go out of nowhere. If you don't have the proper meter to test one of these, you could have just wasted yourself two, three hundred dollars. I get a lot of people that say, Oh, my battery, my fan motor's bad, my compressor's bad, I need this, I need that. It's something as simple as this. Wow. This is all it is. <laughs> you know. So now people are going, okay, well, he called me and said his compressor was bad. I go out, oh, I'm charging twelve hundred dollars because you told me your compressor is bad. I could have had it replaced for 200. Wow. You know, simple problems. You know, and people will take advantage. It's unfortunate. The companies are out there. Some will just take advantage of people. We don't do that. We are honest. We make sure our guys take care of you as the customer.
0: John, tell me a little bit more about how you guys work with customers. Is residential a large portion of your work?
1: Residential is a big part of our business. We do light like commercial, but even in our light commercial. We still focus on the customer itself because when you're in light commercial, you're dealing with the customers that take you back home anyway. And we got to get into the house because that is our bread and butter. That's where we want to be is in the house residential.
0: As you work with homeowners, you mentioned a lot of things that maybe they can check up on their own and keep things well maintained, but- a lot of it has to do with integrity. I know there's a lot of HVAC in general that may get a bad rap because there are some real bad seeds out there. How do you deal with your customers and what do you preach to your employees?
1: Yeah, it's tough because you always have that bad seed out there. You're going to find them on the news. You see them all the time. You know they're out there taking advantage of you know some poor lady and everything. She's living in her house by herself. You know, you feel bad for them. You know, I mean, I got a grandmother. You know, I mean, come on. I mean, how are you going to take care of How are you going to to disrespect grandma? All right. You know, so, I mean, I'll see it on the news and it just aggravates me so much. And that's just me personally. And I do take that to heart. And when I go out to a customer's house, I treat her as if she is my family because that's how I would want to be treated. And when I get to somebody's house, I give them the honest answers that they're looking for. And if they just don't agree with me, then I just explain to them, this is how it is. And I can walk away. And you can call somebody else, and I won't even charge you. Nine times out of ten, they're calling me back, and they're apologizing. John, I should have listened to you because they had bad experiences with somebody else now. That's just the way it is.
0: John, thank you very much for coming out. Um, We're here at Perkins today and giving us your whole backstory, educating us a little bit on how to take care of our own air conditioning. And we're excited with where you're headed. You're going to be doing some cool advertising. Someone's with us, so we're excited to get that out into the world. Uh, Tell me, where can people find you when they're looking for air conditioning help?
1: Well, first off, you got to call the phone number, 321-631-6424. That's the phone number. That's the easiest way to get a hold of somebody. We do have a website out there, allairandheatinc.com. You can get onto our website. You can set your appointment from our website. Wow. All right. There's a contact sheet on there. It is monitored daily. Uh, you can email us. All right. Our email, at yahoo.com. So it's real simple to find us.
0: We look forward to, to seeing more stuff in the future.
1: And I'll be around. You know where I'm at. Business impacting the Space Coast, where Brevard gets down to business. Sponsored by Ideal Impact Media, your partner in video marketing and brand storytelling.